Welcome to No Room for Phonies, episode 57. 57. And we're calling this The Trouble with Status. Good title. Because we can't find, we, I couldn't find anything good about seeking status in your life. So, and I did quite a bit of reading. The status of being statusless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> Anyway, the green light moment for me is, um, I've been thinking about this a lot, but it's just the idea that everyone is really trying the best they can with the resources that they have available to them. And sometimes it feels like they don't have many <laughs> resources. Well, sometimes probably people feel that way about us. I know. So, and from their own level of consciousness and that... You need to show yourself and everyone else um, compassion and make life work for you and kind of choose your own way. And we have these two little guys that... Um, five years old. Five years old that come, they're twins, that come and we were having dinner and I don't know what the subject came up, but they anyway, they talked about being itchy and that you just have to get your mind off things. Yeah. And I thought, well, that was a pretty... That kind of just reminded me that, you know, a five-year-old children can do the best they can with the resources that they have and their and own and their own level of consciousness. That we can all do that, and that we need to believe that everyone is trying the very best that they can, given wherever they're at in life and what yeah. they've gone through. Unconditional so, positive. Regard. Yeah. So anyway, that was my listening to those two little guys was kind of my green light moment for this round. And um, my book recommendation is it's called No Cure for Being Human and Other Truths I Need to Hear. And the author is Kate Bowler. And she's also my podcast uh, recommendation because her um, podcast is called Everything Happens. And then beside it, it says for a reason and it's crossed out because um it's just she talks to a lot of people about how they manage during dark and difficult times and if you read her book it is definitely like she goes through and it huge... counters that whole thing that that dark and difficult things happen for a reason yeah like, like oh we're supposed to grow from it no or, or god, no. Our god is throwing this, our way to help us be better and her book just highlights the idea that we are all human and we just do, which kind of goes with my green light moment, that we just do the best we can to get through things yeah. and that we have faith that we can manage whatever kind of comes our way. But it's a it's a it's a cancer story. So I will warn you about that. But because uh, some people don't want anything to do with that. But it's also a story about being human when you're going through something really, 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 really difficult. So I would highly recommend it um, as as a book to read and her podcast um, mm -hmm. as well, just to hear. She talks to all kinds of different people and whatever. So the trouble with status. So status is seeking approval. At, and at its basicness. At its basicness. And it's competitive in nature as individuals desire to receive more respect and deference from other people. It means like... But don't... It's also seeking approval from your yourself. Yes. Right? Like if you... Well, you're comparing yourself... So 
But and and that becomes the next part of it that you're never satisfied. You're always striving for some level of superiority. Okay, and right? this, and this goes across a whole lot of different yeah. sort of areas of our life. Yeah, like okay. uh, meaning that you're kind of thinking of yourself ahead of others. Meaning that you own or you do things based on how other people will view them. Mm-hmm. Like always having to have the newest car, or the best car, or when. Right. You know, when electric cars come out, the status of owning an electric car. Mm-hmm. And some people don't do things for status, mm-hmm. but but um, means that you expect to be respected because of what you're able to own or what your job is or what you say you know or read or do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like... Well, yeah. it's not just ownership. It's, it's it, You can feel s- superior about the way you believe or the way you... Well, and I think, like, I'm just thinking of a certain... Of, of experiences that I've had with people where, you know, you start talking about books you've read and that person has read all the books and has the interpretation of all the books and has to come across as if they know what is really the best book to read and or the best interpretation. Yeah. Of the book. book, Yeah. (laughs) And it means that you're pursuing a life from an external, external gratification perspective rather than just growing as a person and being who you are. Mm -hmm. And then people who are status-driven feel that as long as they're doing some kind of external achievement, then they're okay. Mm-hmm. So everything is is basically for show. Right. But that can... So, like, your glass castles can tumble so quickly. and then. Well, I mean, there's got to be more meat to you than just yeah. everything you're balancing on. It's like building your house on sand, building your house on a firm foundation. So on comparison, like this is something I read in Brene Brown's new book, um, Atlas of the Heart. I haven't read the whole book, but I kind of like... It's, it's meant to be more like an atlas where you can yeah. pick and choose and go Yeah, around. so I went in and I read about comparison and she talks about comparison as being the crush of conformity. So from one side and competition from the other. So you, you want to conform on one end mm-hmm. and then, but you're competing on the other. So it's that idea. It's trying to That's simul- like summed up as high school right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, but it's simultaneously trying to fit in and stand out. Yeah. That, that sounds like a teenager. But how many times have oh. we been involved in groups? Like I think of our old knitting group. Yeah. And that whole idea of, like fitting in but standing out mm-hmm. all at the same time the same and way. not just relaxing and enjoying the people that you're with and right. not worrying about how you're, you know, just if your moral compass is that you are kind and compassionate, mm-hmm. then that's just who you are mm-hmm. for no other reason than to just, but not to be. So, um, so comparison says it, um, is like to be, you're like everyone else, but you're just that little bit better. So, and so if our goal is actually in our lives, like one of my goals is actually meaningful connection, then seeking status, it does not ever allow you to be meaningfully connected to somebody because you're always trying, you're never really listening to understand. You're always just trying to one-up them. Right. Yeah. So, you know, um, the cost of status seeking 
is that there's all kinds of social problems, right? Because the, this is where the gaps between rich and poor come. Mm -hmm. And they even talk about in the research higher mortality rates and crime rates and morbidity in um, infants and all that, all that sort of stuff just from, just the from of, of status. Particularly the external things. like Because it takes time and energy away from like leisure time and social yeah. time and mm -hmm. other healthy well, productive things. Well, just think of, of like that you go people that go bankrupt because they've had to have so many things they racked up their credit cards mm -hmm. and couldn't handle it. Mm -hmm. Like that's still, I'm a lot of the examples we're talking about now are external status things like things you own, but there's also like an internal status where you think that you're better than others. Right, you've got to have the latest like book to you know how to have read or. Oh, I, I mean, in our case, the top of the line this or the top of the line yeah. that. And a lot of it, it is in owning stuff. Or you have to pursue a PhD because right. then I can say I have a, a PhD. PhD. Yeah. Not that there isn't a, an end goal in certain things. Like, I'm not saying that every person that pursues no, a PhD is saying. seeking stra status. But there mm -hmm. isn't a way that people are that... You know, oh, yeah. I'm gonna own this car. Well, that... some people collect status by who they know. Yeah, the, the net, absolutely. Like the, net, the networkers who the, are the gathering of professionals, professionals. around <laughs> you, which is a whole thing, right? Yeah. But um, so the status hypothesis, which is some research by Eugene, what I don't know how you say Wei, it, Wei uh -huh. W E I. How does the signaling of status impact our behavior? It is about being looked up to by others. And so even minimalism has become a status trend. Yeah. Right? If my house is this, as sparser than everybody else's house and looks yeah. more Icelandic or whatever, yeah. then you have more status. Well, and the idea of, you know, being able to live on a little bit of money and like yeah. all that yeah. piece of that's all statusy as well. Mm -hmm. And retiring early because you have all this. Yeah, you know, that can happen. You know, that you can feel that way. And I don't mean that anybody, you know, everybody who does, who does it <laughs> is status seeking, but no. these are the things we have to guard our hearts against. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where Atlas of the Heart comes in. Mm -hmm. Like when we talk about, um, when you talk about that book, The Five Voices, yeah. right? There's, there's the voice and then there's the dark side of the voice. Yeah. And so. Or the author puts it the. Uh, the mature and the immature, but yeah. then he also says the weaponizing of this. Yeah. So, so yeah. I think that's what we just have to, mm -hmm. and we can get caught up in these short-term status games, like on social media, Very where you so. get, yeah. you know, well, whoa, here's my picture of what I did, and then mm -hmm. here's my picture of what I did. But there are long-term status gains, and our decision can be shaped by some of those short-term status gains that lead us yeah. into playing like a long term if we're not cognizant about real what's really important in our lives if we mm -hmm. haven't if we don't know ourselves and what are our principles and values and what our moral compass is and well and i think all of us are vulnerable to slip into some of those yeah short, short term ones at different times right i know well and it's like it's when we feel pressure to do things that just position ourselves be beside our yeah. peers like the tricky thing for me was back when i was trying to build a design business you had to be one of the cool kids to get a lot of followers to get a lot of people to buy your designs right. to make an income so then 
but I was torn between being true to myself and my aesthetic and trying to be the cool kid. Right. And there are some and professions that push you to push that. Push you towards that. Well, and the thing is, I it didn't work for me because I if I'd get all wound up in the status, then I'd be upset and miserable. So then I'd say, okay, don't pay attention to that. It's just not being really helpful to you. And then it was just a back and forth. Well, and I mean, I, I'm glad to be I teaching. Feel like, <laughs> I, I actually feel like that, like about when I kind of like when I became a, a principal, right? Like mm. there, well, there were at the principals meetings, right? There were some principals that, that were, like, were like, well, I, I don't, I'm, I don't wipe kids noses or I don't do this because mm-hmm. I, I don't not going out on duty. I became a principal, so I didn't have to go out on duty. Right. And a lot of that behavior was rewarded. Like, those yeah. of us that were sloggers that were willing to like teach and do stuff and, you know, get mm-hmm. our hands dirty were actually looked down. Well, you don't really get what it means to be a principal, principal. then. So then they had made up some kind of status yeah. to that. And if we're introspective about status, making sure that we are making life decisions by minimizing the role of status and thinking more about the long term mm-hmm. effects of things on our lives as a whole, like, that's where and sometimes we spend time overthinking actions and decisions based on what other people think instead of just moving on maybe admitting a mistake as necessary and just becoming more are more self-aware and self-regulated yeah i wish i had not cared so much about what people thought when i was in my 30s because it's yeah. a lot easier now that but but I mean that's that's a trend too as you age you care less right but, it would be but I I also think that it is a part of this whole idea that when you know yourself and you know yeah. what your values are and what then it's it's harder for someone to sway you and you sometimes I can listen to someone going on and on about something that they have yeah. or own or are going to buy or get or whatever. And I think, wow, that's really nice for you. Mm-hmm. And not feel like, wow, you know, because I remember sometimes when we were really poor thinking, yeah. oh, they can go on a trip and they can do this and they can do that. Yeah. And But that's the effect of status on comparing and not being able to. But that, And then that goes back to this whole thing where we're saying, like you're now you're wasting, you're never satisfied, right? Mm-hmm. And it's and instead of doing something uh, like productive and healthy and whatever, mm-hmm. then you're sitting around going, "Oh, I wish I could have what they have." Yeah. So. Well, what about the the times when I like I loved socializing with people who were well read, but they also were into good food and probably had traveled. So they obviously had more money, but I liked hanging out with them, not because I wanted to be like them. I just found them more interesting. And I didn't have to talk about like the well, other topics that I don't know. Well, and I think what what um, we and have. You, you kind of said, well, you're trying to be like them. And I'm like, no, I don't want to be like them. I just like hanging I out. Think, I like hanging out I with them. I think our common complaint between you and I was you sometimes acting like you were like, didn't know things. <laughs> and and like asking people all these questions like you my, didn't know things and i was like you're 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 feeding into their like status thing <laughs> by like and i'm not going to feed into anybody's status well, and that's the difference your radar your shoes radar is yeah. really strong yeah. but for me 
I was using that as a coping mechanism for not knowing what to talk about and making light conversation. So it was like, my strategy was ask somebody a well, question and, the other and thing, then let them talk and then sound excited about what they're talking about. Yeah. And then I don't have to worry. Well, about and it. I think that became, it's an introvert that, strategy. I think though that became the thing when we were with people who really didn't want to engage in deep conversation. Yeah. They just wanted to talk about what they knew, what they Yes, well, owned what they bought. They want it, it, it's kind of being in a whole well, room. Yeah. Of, but I did get bored with that. Yes. So strategies to shed the whole status thing. Because there's always a mean voice in your head that can undermine your self-confidence. So then you have to actually work at replacing those harsh thoughts with positive reflections that focus on your own purpose mm-hmm. and values. And well, just like those little kids saying, you can stop thinking about certain things. Right. If you're itchy, you can stop. You can think about something else. Yeah, and get your mind off. Get your mind off of it, mm-hmm. right? And you don't have to listen to those random voices around you that push status. Like, you don't, you can limit your time on social media yeah. and not get involved in and find people in your life who are authentic and transparent and, and people who share your values. And I will tell you 100% that your main group of people will shrink. Yes. Yeah, it will. It will, like majorly, probably. And for me, I always um, want, there's a whole thing about checking the accuracy of what you, what you believe or what you see, right? So somebody says something, mm-hmm. you say, wow, and then you find out, well, maybe that's not <laughs> exactly how... Right, you but, know, the, but you have to have balance, otherwise you can just become so cynical. Right, but I think that's just to check accuracy and listen to different perspectives yeah. and know that the thing is, it's that belief in your head that you are good enough mm-hmm. and as good as anybody else. So if they have a $400,000 investment mm-hmm. and I have a $100,000 investment or zero. or zero, that doesn't make me any right. less of a person right. because my life circumstances mm-hmm. may have contributed to that. Right. Right? Like, you know, it doesn't just mean that I don't know how to invest or I'm this or that. No, it's just... People can get all... We all started from different points. Somebody else could have gotten $200,000 from their parents. Um, And you have to actually practice rejecting status. Like, you have to practice and say, whoa, that's a whole status thing that I don't need to... Well, I think even just being really practical when you're shopping and you take out the debit or credit card, it's like, stop. I'm like, am I buying this because of status? Well, and the other I thing is I read a meme the other day that said we spend the first half of our lives accumulating stuff and the ha- second half of our lives getting rid of the stuff that we thought we needed and to accumulate. Right. So, you know, there is that whole, and, and just not compares comparing yourself to others. Yeah. Like, not comparing yourself to others and just making your decisions based on what you know is right for you. So, which I think makes it easier than if somebody has more statusy things or wealth or whatever, and they're like, Oh, I'm going to Italy for three months. You can sincerely be happy for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about going. Yeah. No, I'm happy. You're going to Italy. I don't want to go to Italy. Or I might want to go to Italy. I know I never will, but that's okay. That's okay. I've got other things. It doesn't, for me, it doesn't have to be, oh, I don't want to. No, true. 
I just think about the whole idea of wanderlust, right? Well, when you're not a wanderluster. But people, <laughs> when people start that whole thing, oh, if you don't travel, you know, then you're missing out on life and blah, blah, and on and on and on. Yeah, I and I think, oh, that is so not true. It's, it's not necessarily true, it's right? So, um, and this is where you have to try to understand why you're seeking the approval or the experience or the mm -hmm. thing, right? You have to actually go inside your own head. Right. Am I really dissatisfied with my life? Do I not feel I have a purpose? Do I have things that I miss that I feel I'm actually missing out on? And if you do, then you have to challenge yourself to figure it out. So you don't live a life of fear and regret. Like if you really are feeling like, oh, in my life, I'm missing out on. Well, and if you do things. think, oh, traveling would be really valuable for me or whatever, then you have to start making the sacrifices and saving the money and mm -hmm. setting it aside. Yeah. And yeah. And yeah. I mean, Which is we've fine. seen this even in COVID, right? The people who are have already traveled. Yeah. And we're like, ooh, we wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. But I don't care whether they do or not. No. I mean, at the beginning, I was kind of like, can you not bring more variants back here? And do you really need to do this right now? But in general, mm -hmm. I'm free to let people kind of, you know, um, evaluate their risk factor right. on kind of on their own. Well, it's funny because then there's status in that. Like, there's the group that... Well, like the more risks you take, the higher status you are, mm -hmm. right? Like the 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 risk, the adrenaline addicts, yeah. they, they yeah. that's a status thing. I've climbed this mountain, yeah. I've jumped out yeah. of this airplane, yeah. 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 whatever. Um, but it really is about how you present yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And and status is more. Somebody can be sharing something that they've done, not feeling any status about no, it. But, but you can react to it. it. But when you are sitting there comparing yourself to mm -hmm. them, you almost put them in a status position without them even wanting to, to be, be in there. one. Yeah. And I, I think one of the things they suggest is like write down five accomplishments. If you're really struggling with status, mm -hmm. write down five accomplishments every day to shift your po focus from what others are doing to what you're actually doing and mm -hmm. accomplishing, right? So... And I think that's especially true for like sometimes these young moms and like, oh, this mother's doing this and doing that and doing that. Well, we all have to live uh, our lives back into the whole shame cycle, too. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I particularly when I was raising our kids, we, I didn't even have a car. Nope. So <laughs> like, you know, I had to really suck it up when it came to being around other moms who, mm -hmm. you know, had cars and could take ahead money and could take their kids here and there and everywhere. And I just had to be honest and say, no, we have to keep our lives simple because, yeah. and I didn't feel status in it, but I learned that I was doing the best I can. And there were things that I could do, you know, that I focused more on making sure that my kids were getting as much as I could yeah, offer whatever them. we could offer them and that um every kid doesn't have to have the same experience no, growing exactly. up for sure and so that comes into just keeping everything in your life realistic and not to let other people make you feel bad mm -hmm. because you can you can also keep a little bit of your life private 
and only share with people (laughs) who deserve to hear your story, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I didn't have to deal with the social media piece. With our kids, no. With our kids, because it didn't exist. But there is something to, like, every single experience that you have in your life does not have to become a social media event. Mm -hmm. So, and you don't have to buy into everybody else's social media events. I think positive affirmations are good to being thankful and build other people up and compliment like what you're saying. Say, wow, that is wonderful and genuinely mean it. Mm -hmm. Not like, oh, well, I wish I could. Right. Like, uh, again, we go back to my green light moment of actually... They're doing the best they can with what they have. Right. And (laughs) also... Um, knowing that you, it's a mindset thing, right? Mm-hmm. Cause status seeking is all about your mindset mm-hmm. and the social media part. And then uh, another one is like, and that's what used to make me but crazy about you. I, I didn't want you to come out like you were almost needing someone else's opinion or someone else's like, that's what that's what would drive me crazy but why do you care about that like that person's opinion and then you'd be like oh hanging on every word and i'd be like what in the world like that would drive me crazy but i get why but i think i was just celebrating them yeah whatever (laughs) but i think sometimes we do need to pause before we speak and just kind of yes sometimes well and the other thing the other thing is is we have to be careful about judging somebody else for being status driven because we really don't know all the time whether they do what they do because they want status or just because they enjoy that. I like it. I like doing it this way. Well, it would be like me saying... You've had some comments sometimes about your cooking and entertaining and hosting. Like, how many dinner parties do you have a month? And and how could you... Like, you... Yeah. Like... Well, and just the idea that and I it was like almost like they thought that we were new, seeking status yeah. because we were showing off new recipes. And the, yeah, and meanwhile, that's what we no, just like to do, like right? To do and I think that is the idea of accepting yourself for who you are, and you know that you don't have to be right all the time, and you don't have to need all the answers, mm-hmm. but you can just know yourself and your positive traits and the things you like. And then just by being kind to yourself and trusting yourself and building confidence and relying less on status and approval and more on who you are in inside yourself mm-hmm. and not worrying about, like, you know. know. I'm trying to think back to those incidents. I don't really think that I thought that I was low status or below. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. It was just the way I know. you just came across. It was just, it was like... <laughs> really you and there would be some questions that you would ask and i would think you already know that like why are you asking conversation (laughs) it just didn't feel authentic well well, that's what bothers you right that's a whole nother issue so and i think we just topic authenticity no not no no it's not (laughs) um ambition is like like just to be always simplifying things and keeping and decluttering your space and your mind and focusing on one thing at a time. All of those things. So your can... space is more decluttered than my space. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's how you can I'm fight that. Yes, yeah. That's how you can, your mind can be free enough to go, oh, yeah, no, I don't need to engage right now in this. This is just 
I don't need I don't need to get into a spot where I'm trying to one up somebody yeah. or there's nothing I need to share. Like sometimes I think we feel like we need to share something because somebody oh I'm traveling here while well, I'm doing this 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 right. and then it just goes back and forth instead of just you know living mindfully in the present and being positive and being creative and original and developing new perspectives and only competing with yourself because really that's all we need well it's like coach kozak always oh the only competition is what's in the mirror like it doesn't matter about anybody else and you just need to you know it's you that you yeah. need to shout out to Hasfit. Yeah, shout out to our Hasfit. exercise coaches yeah. on YouTube. But um, and I think it status comes down to that very thing: compete only with yourself and face your fears and your trouble and those thoughts that trouble you, and know who you are and just become better tomorrow than you are today which is yeah. a recurring theme in our stuff so that's our that's our advice on status and so next um podcast we're going to talk about what does active living look like for us okay sounds good all the various things that we have tried yeah we're and so do. we're so much more active than a lot of you that's our style <laughs> No, we're not. We're so much more trying to figure out how to have an active... I'm just pulling your whatever. Whatever. Because we know that your mind works better when you're active active and in all the kinds of things that we do to try to stay healthy. So we just thought, I just thought it would be good for us to talk about that. Sounds good. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on all the things that are bad about status and how you can... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and how you can combat combat it yep. combat combat it combat it by being happy with yourself that sounds basically <laughs> isn't it it is it's about just being happy with yourself in your life and mm-hmm. getting through stuff right so thanks for joining us here on no room for phonies and the trouble with status good night Well, what if they listen to it in the morning? <laughs> you said goodnight. It doesn't matter. That's podcast land. <laughs> okay, you. podcast land. Do you want land. me to leave this in as a blooper? Yes. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs>